Hey guys, it's John Olson with John O. San Diego, changing the name of the Santee Update podcast uh, and for the new year. And uh, I got a guest today. And today, my guest is Kristen Dare. I guess I got to do both of them, right? How's it going, Kristen? It's been a while since we've been together. Good. One one guest, two uh, noise effects. Two buttons, sound effects. Sound yes. Effects. Yeah. Thank you for that. Oh, well, you're worth it. Thank you. So. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we've been off for a couple of weeks enjoying the holidays with our families and uh, doing a little bit of our own thing for a while. So taking a break and coming back and... I, I leave for a few weeks and you come back and now you've got a new name for the podcast, huh? Exactly. Yeah. The, the whole idea is um, to spread outside of Santee. Um, you know, we try to bring in guests um, other than you, um, although you're always welcome. Um, you. But it's a limited number of folks that we can have on. And so, you know, I'm trying to bring in people from around not just East County, but all over San Diego and, and try to bring some folks in. So the people of Santee and the surrounding communities uh, can uh, meet some new people. I love that. And, and we're living in a, we've got a large County, right? Large in terms of geographical space and population and all that stuff. So there's always something going on in San Diego in general, right? Exactly. So I think that's an awesome idea because as much as we love Santee, we're, we're big advocates of shopping local and doing business here. And um, we live here and raised families here and all that kind of good stuff. I, I mean, we all take advantage of what's around us, right? We love supporting our, our communities that are our neighbors as well. So. Exactly. Well, and also, you know, it's funny. Um, we haven't done the podcast, I think, since before Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah, it's been a while. Wow. And so um, we just ran out of guests and then, you know, the holidays and all that. Um, but I've run into so many people that say, hey, I listen to your podcast. When's it coming back on? Uh, that are from out of town. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. So they are really excited to see what's going on in Santee, but they were coming into town and I, that's where I got the idea. You know, they don't know anything else that's going on in San Diego because they don't listen to any other podcasts that's talking about what's going on in Lakeside or, you know, anything new downtown or anything like that. So yeah, I thought we'd spread so, it out a little bit. So yeah. See a need, fill a need kind of a thing, right? Exactly. And it, it'll make it much easier for Janice to schedule guests since, you know, we have a limited uh, gene pool to draw from. It's more like a gene puddle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and, and there there usually are things, of course, going on in, in Santee. But yes, I, I do love the idea of expanding those horizons and giving uh, people more reasons to listen. So we can always plug in the little things and hopefully you still continue to have me on from time to time. And oh, I'd love about, to have you on as a regular guest. Yeah. I'll come in and we'll talk about Santee stuff every now and then. But yeah, I think expanding on that is, is super cool. It's exciting. And there's, like I said, even in, in the midst of the winter time here, you know, in these blustery days where we there's still always something going on. So I love that about San Diego. Yeah. Well here at the, um, palatial offices of mission realty group and Santee. We're going to be hosting a mixer coming up sometime soon. Yeah. With this chamber with the chamber. Yeah. So super cool. So, um, our first, uh, business after five mixer of the year is coming up on the 20th and, and, um, yeah, we're hosting here at mission realty group. So I, I think, you know, for a lot of chambers, I've noticed, they're, they're kind of doing like that hokey pokey. It's like they have like the one foot in the one foot out link. They're not Mm -hmm. really sure what COVID's going to look like right now. You know, it's, what did you refer to it as earlier? You know, like COVID 3.0 at this point, you know, we're, Mm -hmm. we're coming in on, on the third round, if you will, of, of, of this pandemic waves, uh, 
that are, that are wiping through. So some chambers, um, not just super locally, you know, I, I kind of have buddies throughout Southern California that manage chambers. And so some people are canceling events again, just straight up. It, it, they don't care. They're seeing, the we inc- should totally stick a middle finger in, in, in COVID's eye and have a birthday party. Cause it's going to oh, be two. It's two. I know it's going to be two. So yeah, we, we see some people that are canceling things across the board and then some people trying to do the old switcheroo and move things virtual. And so I've had a lot of people kind of reaching out and say, well, what, what is the Santee chamber going to do? And what are we doing for members? And um, you know, we're, we're going to keep things as scheduled. So I, we do have offerings that happen to be online definitely. And, and I think that's going to be a forever thing now moving forward, which is great because technology is so easily accessible. And I think that we should utilize it whenever we can, but, um, there, there's a lot to be said about people just getting together face to face and connecting, you know, with one another, just like we did this morning. So John, you and I came from the coffee shop across the street, the coffee, right, corner. the coffee corner. We had the morning buzz, the morning yep. mixer over there. Yep. And, um, John Olson realty sponsored that. Thank you so much. Oh, my um, pleasure. So super cool. You know, you get to buy people a cup of coffee, just like the good old days and have a conversation face to face. And, and if you're comfortable, come out, it's great. And if you're uncomfortable, it, it, it doesn't, you know, nobody's forcing you to be there. So I think that's kind of the approach we're going to take. We're, we're going to continue to host things as we see reasonably fit and expect that people use their personal freedoms and choice in coming out if it makes sense for them. Yeah. And if you're sick, stay away. Absolutely. And that yeah. should have been, that's a given before COVID was even a thing, right? You know, it's just, it's kind of common courtesy. Yeah. Being courteous. You've got, yeah. you've got symptoms, stay away. It's gross. True. Yeah. yeah. No, that was, that was always, I mean, it's gross. (laughs) I was pretty much raised. Hey, if if you, yeah, if you have any cold and flu like symptoms of any sort, you just, you don't go around people. Well, you know, I think the mask thing is getting so uh, comfortable for folks Mm -hmm. um, that it's, it's kind of, um, it's kind of funny. You know, the other day, Gina and I were in the grocery store and I'm trying to remember what store we were in. And, um, Somebody, you know how they've, everybody's Walmarted the aisles and they're like tighter, mm-hmm. right? So if a cart goes by another cart going the other direction, like you have to like pull the baguette in, you can't have your purse hanging over the side or sure. kids' fingers and all that stuff are going to yeah. get cut off. So we're that close in an aisle. And um, there was a person walking the other direction. She had a mask on mm-hmm. and she's, you know, looking at the stuff on the, on the shelf as she's pushing her cart as everyone does. And she just coughs straight out mm. because she's got a mask on. Oh. Right. Interesting. Yeah. And it's cloth mask. So I'm sure it's holding like maybe 5% of whatever's coming out. And I thought, wow. So the mask has made it so that you don't have to be careful. Hmm. You know, so she doesn't turn and cough into her vampire cough. Like they tell the little kids to do these days or yeah, at least cover her mouth. Yeah. She just totally just <coughs> right wow. in the, in the space, right. As we're passing her. We're like, that's bold. Ew. That's bold. <laughs> exactly. It was pretty gross. <laughs> That's pretty bold. Yeah. 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 Things, things have changed and probably forever. So yeah, it's, it's still fun to kind of go around stores. Cause technically speaking, there is a California mask mandate for indoors right now. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I'd have to be honest though. I think I'm seeing about 60, 40 compliance. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I will usually have my mask in my pocket and, um, I'll walk in and if somebody says, Oh, you have to have a mask to come on, uh, to come in, then I'll put it on. Absolutely. If not, um, I'm not sick. You know, I'm good. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm seeing a, a bigger divide. And, and then this time I would say I have seen with businesses, um, less enforcement, if you will. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, you know, lots of folks, yeah, grocery stores, uh, I went to Ralph's in, um, we don't have a local Ralph's in Santee. So I went to a Ralph's in Rancho San Diego. And Cause you had to go to Ralph's super weird. Huh? No. Um, we had like received a gift card as part of like a, ho- oh, a gotcha. holiday card from something somewhere. I, I want to say Brandon's work actually. And, and I actually had to think, I'm like, gosh, where's our Ralph's? And I, and I didn't want to go to the one at SDSU. Um, so the next one I thought of was Rancho San Diego, but yeah, I, I would say, it, it, you know, there, there's just, depending on different areas that I go to, I see different divides in the yes and no mask wearers. So yes, if you go west of the 15, they are more, more likely to have a mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you go north of the eight and west of the 15, that really increases it. Yeah. Yeah. So even regionally, I'm seeing some differences there as well. So no, I'm not saying that COVID doesn't exist at all. Cause it does. And I've had a family friend recently pass away um, with COVID. Wow. Um, And another family friend older, you know, died from COVID. Mm. Um, So, you know, it is real. Oh, of course. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we're able to start being more normal. Yeah. Personal choice, man. I mean, I just, uh, with anything in life, you always have a choice, right? So choose exactly. wisely for yourself and all do what you can and be respectful. Yep. So, uh, as far as the chamber, yeah, boy, this wasn't supposed to be the, like the COVID gloom and doom show. So, um, other exciting things you got going on. So the street fair is going to happen until they say no and all of that yeah, wonderful stuff. Uh, yeah. As long as we, um, get approval from the, you know, the higher ups that, that, that we need to, you know, cause we borrow the street space obviously. Right. Um, so if, if we're able to rent the street space, I think street fair is on as per usual. We're, we're ready to bring it back. We, I mean, it's been on a hiatus for two years now. And, and I, I miss it. I personally miss it. I miss a lot of things and, and it could look different. You know, the footprint might change a little bit, but the core concept will come back. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, those outdoor activities I think are a little bit easier when you're talking about kind of like mega events to, to have some more, you know, control over if you will. So there seem to be less regulations obviously on all the outdoor activities. So I think moving forward with a street fair is just kind of a given for this year. And again, we'll, we'll see where things are. And I, I don't, I don't anticipate cancellations, but I do anticipate it looking a little bit different. Yeah. I would imagine that it would be, would be different. And some people will be masked like at the concerts in the park this last year, some people had masks and some people didn't. Yeah. And, and, and there was no uh, reporting of, of major outbreak outbreaks or, or mm-hmm. anything like that. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, I think that's what we're going to see. That's more normal now is, is going to outdoor um, places, activities, theme parks, um, you know, public parks, even for that matter. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you know, if you want to be wearing a mask, great. If that's your comfort level, I, I respect that wholeheartedly. So there you are. So, yeah. So, so definitely bring it back street fair this year. And, uh, like I said, we're going to continue on with um, certain certain gatherings, you know, mixers and stuff. And and what's nice, you know, especially here at your office here at Mission Realty Group, you know, we'll have outdoor space available. So again, I think if if that's folks' comfort level to to remain outdoors and have like that additional space between you and some of the guests that you're interacting with, then 
um, our hosts are being gracious enough to provide that and, and recognize that, that that's kind of the change that we're, we're entering. Now, since we last spoke, mm-hmm. there's been some transition in businesses in town. Like Jimmy's has got a new owner and a fresh remodel. Yeah, same owners um, that are responsible for the wonderful Junction 52 have taken over Jimmy's Family Restaurant, and they're keeping the name, And um, but they've they've definitely changed the inside. Have you taken a peek at that yet? I did. I brought my parents to breakfast a couple of weeks ago, and my cool. mom's like, Jimmy's? Oh, I never go to Jimmy's. I'm like, Mom, let's go check it out. I think they, they did a good job. Yeah. And it looks amazing. Looks and amazing. they were so stoked. They're like, oh, good. We have another place we can go to breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love the facelift that they've done on it. Um, it's, it's looking very fresh and, and exciting. And I'd say they kept the majority of that menu. Maybe a couple of things got reduced off of it. Um, that, you know, were strategic on their end, you know, making some business decisions coming in. But for the most part, you're getting the same quality menu and, and, um, a new look. And so, um, we as a chamber are looking to revamp our young professionals group this year. And so I think we're going to host our kickoff event at Jimmy's so that we can kind of showcase what's new and different about it. Very cool. Yeah. I just, I love the space. I love what they've done with it. And, um, I I think a a lot of people need to kind of go in and check it out and give it a whirl again. If they've, yeah. Tell them you heard it here. Yeah, exactly. You'll get absolutely no discount or any free item because of this, but, but you please will. Do. Yeah. yeah, but please mention. Exactly. Heard it, heard so, it John O. San Diego. Well, that's the first time somebody else has said it. Cool. Um, let's see. We also have uh, the broken yoke is coming in. That's yeah, still kind of so a mystery. We know it's coming. Yeah. So they've got some signage up, as you see, probably for those who frequent Trolley Square area. Um, you know, it's it's interesting because I don't I don't know the size of the the building space they're taking over, but they're kind of on that end cap uh, across from Phil's. What barbecue. was that justice before? No, that was the other side. That one was Rue 21, I Rue believe, 21. that they took over. Yeah, yeah. and that before store. that, it was uh, that little teddy bear place. with Very the, cool spot before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I was a long time ago, like 15 years that ago. That was like the first tenant, I think, yeah. in that space. And so, um, yeah, so it, it's interesting because I'd imagine that they have to do quite a build out um, with uh, kitchen kitchen needs. I would, such, I would imagine right? that that would uh, be a big deal. And that's... I don't know where they are in the permitting process. Um, you know, the city, um, usually in late December, they have a bunch of retirements because, mm. uh, and they, that they experienced they did, yeah. it this year. Yes. Um, and one of the people uh, that retired was my uh, main connection there. Yeah. So yeah. as I age up and all my friends in the commu- local communities go on to uh, other things, yeah, I got to rebuild those connections. So I got to uh, connect over there and see what's going on, see what stage they are yeah, I was uh, surprised, actually, some of the retirements that were announced in December. I didn't even know were happening until they happened. So uh, it, it was a little little shock for me on, on one or two of them. Yeah, but, you know, I think um, I think they're going to be stoked. I mean, they're going to be retiring at a, a relatively young age. Yeah. And, uh, you know, been you know, in the city for a long time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, great for them. Super, mm-hmm. super cool to be moving into a new part of life. And we have a, you've got buddies over there too. You know, we've had like John Shellhammer come on your show mm-hmm. and um, Bree Humphrey, who are, I would they, say. They are um, decades away from retirement. But decades yes. away from retirement, but um, they're kind of in these like really cool spots because they've both been with the city for a long enough time to, to, to kind of be 
really entrenched in their work and and really good at what they do. Amazing at what they do, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's kind of where I'm going with that. They're they're these rock stars for the city, right? But but yeah, they have years ahead of them to to potentially stay on boarded with the with the city and and do great work with them. Continue you know, into the future. So, so yeah, it maybe is a cool time to bring on, you know, bring back some of those guys in the next few weeks here and see what's on deck for the city. Well, hopefully, um, you know, we'll, we'll start, uh, next week with a surprise guest cause it's going to be a surprise to me. Yes. Um, but we'll bring somebody else in and, um, talk about whatever business that they got going on. There's a lot of cool things that, um, in the last couple months that as I've been keeping my eye open, for other businesses outside of Santee. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of folks in the East County chamber or in the East County economic development council, right. and there wasn't really a Santee connection to bring them in, mm. but, um, that w- that was easy to draw, right? You could say, Oh, you work at this company, GKN that manufactures military parts for something. I don't know, but over there in Gillespie field area, which is kind of cool. And there's probably, you know, several people in town that are affected by that, either by working in a machine shop there or working at GKN themselves, but we wouldn't bring them in. We're going to talk about it because it's not Santee because it happens to be like quarter mile outside. Yeah. yeah, The the city limits. So yeah, that's exciting. I mean, I mean, anytime you can expand your, your reach on an audience and information that you're sharing with, with that audience, I think it's a good thing. So um, yeah. And then with like redistrict, redistricting with all of the elections and all every, um, you know, the Congress, the congressional seats and the, mm. both states houses and all of that is being redistricted as is the city of Santee um, because of the census that just got uh, done in 2020. So they're going to be moving those lines all over the place. So we're gonna- I, I wonder how many people even kind of realize that's happening too. You know, sometimes yeah. I feel like that's lost news somehow. Right. But which, where I was going with it is, is now, um, you know, we can have other, um, people from the board of supervisors other than just Joel Anderson and all of those kinds of things. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There, there's, there are a lot of changes and, um, it's hard to keep up with. And, and so sometimes it's good to kind of share in a, a less formalized manner, like a podcast where we can kind of talk, you know, more freely about it and not feel scripted to say one thing or another, but just kind of yeah, hit some high points and, and get to know them a little bit and, mm-hmm. and see where your tax dollars are going. Yeah. yeah see so. where your votes go. I mean, these people it, are elected important officials. Stuff. It, yeah. it is important. So I, you know, I think my job at the chamber has definitely heightened my awareness on how important this really is and relationship building with your elected officials. You know, um, I thought it was very, uh, I don't know, um, generous, I guess, of the mayor, you know, to, to spend his time, um, you know, over the last few weeks, he's done multiple interviews on, on the TV for, um, news companies that just want to talk about Santee and what's going on. And, and he always does a really good job kind of like spotlighting a business or throwing in, you know, throwing a bone to somebody and, and then just showing up this morning, you know, he texted me last night, Hey, coffee corner tomorrow morning, 8am. Right. And I said, yep. Hope to see you there. And lo and behold, a couple minutes after eight, he rolls in and sits down and just makes himself readily available to, um, you know, business folks in town, which I think it's super important. You know, you're, you're voting for these people or whether you vote for them or not, they take those seats. And so 
to have access to them and be able to speak freely to them and, and openly and have questions and concerns addressed face to face is I think it's probably a rarity still. And yeah, well, yeah. bringing them on the show, I think gives people an opportunity to see the human side of them yeah. and makes them less uh, call reluctant to mm-hmm. give the office a call. You know, you're not going to necessarily speak to the person that's elected, but you'll speak to their staff. And, and and that's the goal of bringing those folks in. Not only do we hear their positions and see what they're doing and, and you know, hopefully um, we can have some influence uh, with our listeners mm-hmm. um, and, and make sure that they're aware of what's going on. But we can also um, make it easier for people to call because a lot of times they're waiting for constituents to call because they need help. I had somebody um, outside of Santee but is in the same district as um, Supervisor Anderson. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, you're a real estate guy. My mom has a housing issue. Can you help her? Huh. And I'm like, sure. Yeah, let's figure it out. Yeah. So she wasn't buying a house. She was looking for some assistance. And she was in line waiting and waiting. And no one was calling her back because a lot of those folks downtown are still working uh, remotely. Yeah. And so it takes an extra day or 10 to get information from one desk to the other. Definitely. And so, you know, I just put a call into the office for her and said, Hey, can you connect with this person and, and help her out so she can get the answer she needs to finish this application so she can get some help? Yeah. And they were like right on it. Like within 12, 12 hours, they had some, some resolution and moving nice. forward. So, and she'd been waiting weeks. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. I, I love that you're still that connector for people. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to necessarily be directly related to real estate sales, but um, you know, your, your experience, uh, before and during your real estate career has really been able to allow you to leverage those relationships into just helping people, which is great. It's what you like yeah. to do. So, um, well, well, hopefully so well, if people, you know, call me because they're afraid to call the, you know, the, the elected official or whatever, or they have a question they need answered. That's, that's totally cool. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll figure it out. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's, that's fun stuff. And I think that's what I envision your podcast kind of being moving forward. It's, it's going to be a place for people to go to learn about things in our own community and hopefully learn some, learn some new stuff and, um, get some exciting, you know, news updates along the way and, and find out sometimes about the fun stuff that's going on too. Yeah. Join you know, the, in. the other day I was having lunch out in town. Mm-hmm. And one of the local restaurateurs listens to the podcast, Kevin over there at the Asian Kitchen yes. and the Donut Bar and uh, Donut, Donut and, bagel and Bagel Bar. bar. Yeah. And, um, you know, they have this thing, it's called um, Asian Ravioli Soup. Yeah. So cool. You were talking about that this morning yeah. in our, our, our group uh, get together. And, and when somebody said, wait, where did you get that? Because it sounded so good and so mm-hmm. interesting. I, I loved a, another guy. One guy asked, you know, wait, where is that? And then you started explaining where it was. And another guy knew exactly what you're talking about. And he said, wait, that's that dual restaurant that, you know, one side is bagels and donuts and one side is Asian kitchen. Yeah. And we said, yeah, you know it. So, so if you don't know it, it's between the CVS donut. and the, <laughs> if you don't donut. know it yeah, okay. um, it's between CVS and uh, where Best Buy used to be Rip. the space formerly known as Best Buy yeah. uh, right in that little space there. Yeah. Yeah. Right next to little Caesars. Little Caesars. Yeah. It's super cool. And, um, it's, it's hard to walk in there and just choose one side to go to actually. I know I had to really fight not to go over to the donut side. Yeah, I would too. It's, it's tough. So, uh, donuts are pretty much always a good idea no matter what time of day. So it's very hard to get myself away from that side of it. Even, you know, even though they're, they, and they have a pretty extensive menu on the Asian kitchen side. Oh yeah. Lots of choices. I've been there several times and I haven't repeated an order yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Asian ravioli. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And what's a bummer is I can't have it again until I, you know, 
at least hit half the menu. That's yeah. my personal thing. Good luck. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Cool. Have you seen um, Yellowstone? I have not. Oh my gosh. Then this is one hand clapping. Okay. If you haven't seen it, spend the 20 bucks on Amazon and get season one. Okay. It's kind of like Mad Men, Sopranos. It's one of those where you, Ooh. like you really get interested in the folks. Yeah. And um, let us know. Send me a DM or text or Facebook message or something. If you've seen Yellowstone and tell me what you think. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've only heard good things, so I'd be interested to, to see if there's one, one lonely writer out there who doesn't like it. I've, I've only heard amazing things about it. Yeah. Kevin Costner. How can he go bad? Well, you know, he's like one of the greats. He's one of the goods. Oh, boo. Oh, come on. I will admit that, um, although I've been weaning myself off of professional sports for several years now, every time, um, for the, for the love of the game mm-hmm. or for, um, Bull Durham or feel, feel the, the dreams, dreams comes come on. on. I, I just stop to. it. I gotta watch it. I have to still too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm the opposite. I think I'm digging more into professional sports. The older I get, like I I'm enjoying it more and more and more. So I'm, all, I'm on the opposite track as you. But. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, getting close to geezerhood and, um, you know, those damn kids shouldn't be making that kind of money. Yeah. definitely. And if you are, Damn it. Run the ground ball out to first base. Don't shake it down the line. <laughs> Anyways, Kristen, thanks for coming on. Um, happy new year to everybody. And we look forward to uh, a wonderful, awesome year with the Santee chamber and uh, for everybody who's out there that's listening. So uh, for John O San Diego, have a good one. Mm-hmm.